around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are just delighted, (laughs) as always. Terry and I are so excited to be able to share with you the good things that we feel like the Lord has given us in our lives to share with you, to talk to you, to really just encourage you with what we've learned and what we've seen God do in a very miraculous way in our own personal lives. So there's a lot to be said for testimony, for encouragement, for strengthening one another with just good words from the Word of God. So that's why we're here today, and that's why we're talking to you. Remember, you can always find our archived podcast at terrymize.com, as well as our full website at terrymizeministries.org. All of our products are there. Everything that is out there available to you that Terry has done through the years. And in fact, this is his 50th year in the ministry. So there's lots of information, lots of opportunity to you, for you to avail yourself to the, the words that he's preached, the books, all of the wonderful things that have gone on in 50 years of ministry. Also, our ministry schedule and all the things that are going on, testimonies, prayer requests. We invite you to participate with us in the ministry. Well, darling, here we are. We're back from um, Mexico. And now we are here last night. last night, and now we are here today in Fort Worth at Brother Kenneth Copeland's Minister's Conference, and it's just been wonderful so far. Yeah, well, of course, it's always good and always great, and <clears throat> we're always pretty busy this time of year because uh, Brother Wayne Myers, who's my spiritual father and mentor since I was 18 right. years old, 50 years ago, uh, 50 years this year, actually, um, always has a conference in Mexico City um, uh, this first part of January, right. and then Brother Copeland also has his minister's conference the first part of January, and sometimes they're, they're back-to-back, and this, <laughs> this, this year they were, uh, Wayne's was last week, and Kenneth's is this week, and so, uh, and both of them have the same all-day-long schedule that they've had for, <laughs> you know, 30, 40 years now, just yes. uh, preaching all day long, and so we did that last week in Mexico City, it was tremendous, it was powerful. And uh, <clears throat> it's always a delight to be with Wayne and Martha. And Wayne's 95 now, and Martha's 91. And, That's right. And, of course, I see so many friends there. There, there was, what, 3,500 registered this year? Yes, yes. And most of them pastors from all over Mexico. There were people there from South America, Central America, and, of course, a few from the States, as we were. But uh, mostly it's just Mexican pastors that Brother Wayne, in 70 years of preaching the gospel in Mexico as a, so as a missionary, has creased their lives, yes. touched their lives, ministered to them. Uh, train them, and uh, and they're touching Mexico and the world. Of course, right. th- those pre- those preachers are, and many of those preachers I've known for decades and decades. That's and right. Some I've known for fifty years, like Brother Wayne. I met him in nineteen sixty eight when I was an eighteen year old teenager, uh, and others I've known for you know ten years or twenty years. The church we were actually had the conference in. Right. I've been preaching in that church for twenty five years, and when we, you and I landed in Mexico City last week. That's right. <clears throat> I showed you out the window of the airplane. I said, look over this huge city. It's 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 often on the biggest city in the world, you know. Right. Uh, they can't really tell what the population is, but, you know, it's certainly over 25 million. And um, and and we, we flew in there to land at that airport. I said to you last week, I said, I have been landing at this airport to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ for 50 years. I landed, oh, so I landed there the first time in 1968, and here it is, 2018, that's 50 years. 
first time I landed there, I was 18, and now next month I'll be 68, 50 years. And, yeah. you know, this year, as you said, is my 50th year in third world missionary evangelism. I, I preached for 52 years because I was a youth leader for two years before I went into the ministry, went into the mission field. So I started preaching at 16, so that's 52 years. But, but I count it 50 years I've been in the ministry because that's when I went to Panama right. uh, as a teenager. and. Uh, Lived in the jungles with the Indian tribe that didn't wear clothes. You've heard me say that many times before. And uh, started my ministry at that point. And uh, then was drafted two years in the Army and then straight back in the ministry. So I count this my 50th year from 68 to to, to 18. Uh, and from 18 years old to 68 years old. So uh, it's um, it's a delight to have served God all well, these years. Really but anyway... Is. Uh, the, the the conference last week was tremendous and powerful, and we just love being with Wayne and Martha and all my dear friends for for so many years. And then here at this conference, we got in last night and then went to the conference this morning. Right. And, and uh, there's just so many friends here, people I've known forever. I've known Kenneth and Gloria for 45 years personally, and so you know it's just been a just 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 a we go a long way back with a lot of people and a lot of ministry. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and I sure have no regrets. Well, I I want to challenge all of you <clears> just. Take a moment here to think about your life, whether you're younger or older like we are, or somewhere in the middle. Um, tenure does have a, its rewards, and there is a tremendous opportunity for Christians this day and time to be very bold and to be very strong because we just need everybody doing their job. Don't think somebody else is going to do it for you or somebody's been there and already done it or somebody like uh, Terry here that has already been out there doing the ministry for 50 years that there's not any room for anybody. My goodness gracious, we need everybody and we need you to be faithful. We need you to be full of the Holy Ghost <laughs> and the wisdom of God from His Word. And we need you to be faithful, whatever it is you're doing in the house of God. And that's one thing you and I have seen. Um, of course, you know the folks in Mexico City more than I do. But And then here at Brother Copeland's is that we see the same people. In the years that I've been coming with Terry, you see the same people working in the church down there. Yep. And you see the same people working with Brother Copeland that have been with him year after year after year. And it's just so important for you to be faithful. The God Bi honors and honors and blesses faithfulness. He really does. It, and like like the Bible says, it's required of a man to be found faithful. And then it talks about a faithful man who can find. I mean, so God's looking for somebody to find somebody um, that is faithful, just like it was, you know, in Abraham and Sarah's day. God's always looking for that one person that he can work with, whether it's out of a family or out of a city. Jeremiah three, I think he says, if you'll just give me one from a family or two from a city, I'll be able to bless you and do something and bring my blessing and my power to bear for you. So God's not always looking for just a whole bunch of people as much as he is for one person to influence all the others. No, absolutely. In fact, all through the Bible, there's always, God always sent a man or a woman right. or a group of men right. and women to, to meet the need. And so, uh, unfortunately, Christians tend to just pray all the time. Oh, God, send me that man. Send me yeah, that right, woman. Right. Send me that group of men and women to meet my need. And yet our prayer should be, Lord, make me that man. That's make right. me that woman. Make That's me right. uh, make me part of that group of people to go help someone. You know, our, our desire should be helping people, lifting people, loving people, caring about people, sharing with people. And, uh, uh, you know, the ministry is a wonderful, wonderful place. 
uh, with lots of joys, lots of rewards, but it's right. also a dangerous place with it costs sure and uh, responsibilities. There's a cost of leadership. There's responsibilities of leadership, and uh, and yet there's certainly the joys and the rewards as well. And we're glad to be at Brother Copeland's this this uh, this week. And and uh, you know we heard from old uh, old veteran ministers this morning, and we heard from young lions this yes. morning, yes, uh, this afternoon. Right. And Jeremy Pearson, just a young minister, you know, just right. did a great job, tremendous job, and. And uh, before him, Rick Renner, and then uh, oh other, my. other. it seems like we've been here for a week, and it's only been a few hours. <laughs> no, that's right. It, it just seems like when you're in the presence of the Lord and you're around some of the finest, pure-hearted, good-hearted, faithful veterans in the kingdom of God, preaching and teaching the Word of God, that there's an atmosphere that is so different. It's higher up on the food chain, I think, and you end up with, with just some tremendous times of worship, and ministry, exhortation, challenging, preaching faith to the body of Christ. And this is all leaders here this week. And I want to encourage all of you, pray for your leaders. Pray oh, for absolutely. your pastors. Pray for the apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and pastors, as well as praying for the leadership of our country. Just set aside time every day to pray for leadership. And don't let the devil... Um, make you preoccupied and as Jeremy was preaching this afternoon distracted by anything and Rick Renner was talking about in James 1 over there how the devil comes to to tempt and he comes to lead you astray and get you distracted with things and and then you get into trouble (laughs) and as Proverbs 19 says then to be over hasty is to sin and miss the mark and then man frets against the Lord and then we get drawn away of our own lust and then the devil gets in there and then we start blaming God for all the trouble that we got into and God wants you to be free from that and if you'll just step back and count yourself among the most blessed people on the planet that you know God that you serve God and that you're going to be faithful and you're not going to be distracted by even the things in your own life that could be very um, challenging hurtful fearful there could be all kinds of things trying to go on in your life but if you'll step back and trust the Lord and sometimes that takes an hour policing over your own hour by hour policing over your own soul but believe me you can do it and God will help you pick up your own cross and follow Jesus and do something for the Lord in these last days and help the men and women of God and leadership around the world do something for God's kingdom and win these souls and take them to heaven amen amen and you know Renee we we were just talking as we drove up to the meeting this morning we're just so grateful yes for the things of God we're just so grateful here we've been serving God all these years preaching the gospel now for 50 years and and just just still grateful and thankful for all that God is and all that He does, and we love Him for who He is and thank Him for what He does. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, this being my fiftieth year, I started. I wrote my newsletter while we were in Mexico this last week and sent out, and people should be getting it in the next few days. Uh, but but just uh, I just said there in the newsletter that since it is my fiftieth year in ministry, I I'm probably going to be talking about that all all year. And That's just talk right. about things right. that I've seen over fifty years, things we've experienced, things we've learned, That's things exactly we've seen God what do. You ought to do. And uh, and you know they're not just you can take them as the as the ramblings of an old man, or you can take them <laughs> as the reflections of a, of an apostle. <laughs> you can has, listen and learn. That has been doing this That's for for fifty do. years around the world. That's right. And uh, and you know we've just watched young lions go in the ministry and do a good job. We've watched the older ministers stay faithful and stay uh, before God. But yet we've also seen some heartbreaking shipwreck, 
you know, we've seen some of the younger ministers that just don't have the stick to itness and the right. the toughness and the mental attitude and the uh, the just, just the, the 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 intestinal fortitude of the guts just right. to grab their shield and grab their sword, put their armor on. Right. You know, when I read in the Bible years and years ago that God told me to put my armor on, yeah. I thought, oh, that's a clue. I'm about to have yeah, a fight. A clue. And, clue. Uh, you know, when he said fight the good fight of faith, I yes. thought, oh, we're going to have to have a fight. And we need to keep our armor on, our breastplate on, our, our belt of truth on, our 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 feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of That's peace, right. our helmet of salvation on. We need to have our sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God coming out of our mouth. We need the shield of faith. Right. And we need to just be ready for the battle uh, and get the job done these last days. And I've seen some, just some, I've been, I've been heartbroken this year, uh, particularly over seven different young ministers then I won't say much about the symptoms because then people would know, you know who they are and what they are. But, but young men and women, I mean, three of them are women. Right. Uh, four of them are men that, that I've just been heartbroken over this year watching them go shipwrecked. You know, Paul said about uh, Timothy, he said, I, uh, there in Philippians, he said, I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly to you that he may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like him. He said, I don't have anybody like Timothy. He said, I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for you. For all seek their own, not just the things which are Christ Jesus. So Paul said, I have other young men, but they don't don't seek the things of Jesus. They seek their own thing. And he said, and Timothy seeks the things of the Lord, and he'll care for you. And so, you know, looking at at these seven young men and women around around the world, that just have gone shipwrecked this year. I don't mean they're off in some big bad sin and off gone, you know, going to hell, but many of them still in the ministry, you know, most of them still in ministry. But, I mean, these are people that have stood in the pulpit publicly and said, Terry Mize is my dad, is my father. Uh, They've stood in the pulpit publicly and said, Terry Mize is the apostle to our church. Privately, they've said it, Terry, you're my father, you're my dad, you know, I look to you, you're my mentor, you're my hero. Uh, and then they've said, uh, you know, you're, the, you're my apostle, you know. I'm, but yet when they get in trouble, and this is the dangerous thing, Renee. This is what I, I've taught for decades and decades in marriage right, seminars. Right. You know, the dangerous thing is that when Christians get in trouble, they, they cut off their source. They cut off their mentors. They cut right. off their fathers. They cut off people that they look to, and they run, you know, try to handle their own situation, and it just doesn't work, and they go shipwreck. And, um, you know, uh, you know, in marriage, I've taught in, in marriage seminars for many years. In fact, right. we're about to do a great marriage seminar, yes, you and are. I, in Corpus Christi, in Texas. Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, next month in February. Church. Cornerstone Church with Daryl Smith Catherine. and Catherine. Yeah. <clears throat> and we'll do them. You know, somebody asked me years ago, they said, Brother Terry, how many, how many sessions would you like to have <laughs> to finish up and to do a proper marriage seminar. I said, well, that's easy. I'd like 20 sessions. 20. And they said, what? You know, you can't have 20 sessions. I said, well, no, I can't. But that, you asked me how many I'd like to have. How how much information do I have to give out? How how much stuff do I have to help you? Then I could break it down into 20 sessions. But, but of course we only have two or three and, and sometimes not even that many in these churches today. But anyway, uh, but I've, I've often said that, that in marriage, uh, marriage and sex is the only thing where in the United States, where we tell people, just go off and figure it out. You know, I don't care if you're going to work at McDonald's, they give you training. You're going to work at a car dealership, they give you training. You're going to work at an office, they give you training. It doesn't matter what you're going to do, they give you on-the-job training, and they teach you and train you how to act, what to do, what what problems to watch for. But yet in marriage and sex, which is some of the most important things you'll ever be involved in in your life, we just say, oh, go figure it out. Right. And people go try to figure it out, and of course they end up shipwrecking their marriage. But, but they do that the same way. And these seven young people I was just talking about, 
that said, hey, you're my dad, you're my father, you're my apostle. But then when they get in trouble, instead of running to the help, right. <laughs> they run away they run away from the help. Well, and you and know, end, it's, it's, like, it's like people in their marriage, you know, if they have financial problems, they, they run to their pastor and say pray. They, right. they run to their prayer partner and say pray. Exactly. Uh, they tell the church, hey, help me pray. Or if they've got a sickness, they run to the pastor and the prayer partner and the church and say pray, 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 pray. But if right. they have a marriage problem, then they run away. And no, they right. don't ask anybody to pray. They just say, well, I'll, I'm embarrassed and I'll fix this myself. And, of course, they end up shipwrecked. And so we've seen these young people this last year that, some of them are out of the pulpit and some of them are still in the pulpit. But, right. uh, you know, some of them not living right. They're just still in the pulpit, but they're not living right. And you can tell that because they don't invite me to preach anymore. They quit supporting <laughs> us financially. I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out yeah, when your hello. kids are not doing right because they don't want to talk to you anymore. Well, and as, you know what happens so much, too, darling, is that <clears throat> as, all, as Christians, just human nature, it is to lean to the arm of the flesh. If, you, if we read that once in the Old Testament, we read it a dozen times. Do not lean to the arm of the flesh. And when people do that, Paul addressed that in the 8th chapter of Romans in verse 6, where he talks about the carnal mind is enmity against God. And the Amplified Bible says that we get caught up in, in the thought processes of our brain, and we get over into what he says, sense and reason without the Holy Ghost. And when you start leaning to how you're going to think about something and you decide in your mind that's how you're going to do it, then there's no room in there for the Holy Ghost. There's no way for God to talk to you. You've exed that, that dynamic out and certainly the man of God out. And so you end up, um, run, like you said, people not only run away from God or run from their strengths, they run into the trap of the carnal mind thinking that thing through and, and then they come up with the craziest ideas oh, sure. as you and I have heard this oh, year. Sure. <laughs> they the, all end up saying, ins- oh, God told me to do it. Yeah, insanity. And so many times they've already made up their mind before they even get to the man or woman of oh, God. Sure. No, so absolutely. we want to just help you sound the alarm that you don't get caught in the traps of the vanity of your own mind trying to fix everything in your life. We know God gave you a Bible. It's, it's available to everybody. You can even go to Walmart, drugstores, and buy a Bible, that you can get the wisdom of God for very few dollars, and you can begin to teach and train yourself how to think way higher than everybody else is thinking about your life. And then you can pick up your own life, your own cross, as as the Word of God says, pick up your life and follow the Lord on good days, bad days, sad days, glad days, mad days, any day out there, you're going to still be able to function. You're going to still be able to praise the Lord, pray and intercede on behalf of others, and you're still going to be able to do the call and will of God for your life. You may do it with your heart broken. You may do it disillusioned. You may do it angry and fearful about something in your life, but you can still do it. And if you'll keep following it through, and Wayne just wrote in his new book in the first chapter, he said, the reason I've, I've just kept living and doing, he said, the reason I've succeeded, he says that I, I've just decided I was never going to quit. And he said, oh, that's what I tell young ministers all the time. Never quit. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Wayne Myers. Yeah, Wayne Myers. 95 years old and in the ministry for 95. Oh, He's got a brand new book out. If you buy it for your pastor, I'm sure they'll have it on Amazon soon, but it's called Honor Your Call. And we, Terry and I really want to help the body of Christ 
honor what God is doing on the inside because just like there in, in Colossians chapter 2, it says that God is all the while at work in you. He's trying to get something done. He's trying to help you work for Him and do it with, a, with the power and the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I like it. Well, we do. We like it, and we like what we're doing. We like what we're talking about here to you today, and um, we just wanted to shoot off a quick little podcast to you to just get your thoughts going in a higher level, like Isaiah fifty-five says that 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 God's got something higher for you to think about, and He's got a, a higher and more um, specialized way for you to do it than what your carnal mind can come up with on any given day. Well, that's exactly right. Well, we've, we've got a lot of things going on this month, and we're going to see the Lord do some miraculous things on behalf of the work of God, and yet we want to stand in the gap and believe with you for the wonderful, wonderful things that we know God has for you. So Terry Mize Ministries podcast, that's what we're out here for. Remember, they're all archived, available to you. Any product that you need is on is on that same website. You can get to us at terrymize.com, and uh, we're there to pray for you, believe God with you. We get prayer requests almost daily in the office and Terry and I wherever we are in the world they send them to us and we pray for them absolutely and we pray and believe God with you and call in the blessing of the Lord and the miraculous and uh, we're going to see more of that in 2018 in fact Brother Copeland's the big um, marquee sign they put got up in the church is that 2018 is the year of, of the Holy Ghost and fire and if you're going to follow the Lord win souls do missions be a faithful uh, church member then you're going to have to have all that. Yeah, we like the Holy Ghost and fire. <laughs> we sure do. It's wonderful, wonderful. Well, God bless you, folks. We love you dearly, and we look forward to talking to you next time. And in the in the meantime, just always remember that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. See you next week. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.